Welcome to the show, everybody. This is episode seven. Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it, we live it. Hey, everybody, friends, family. Um, I don't really know what to call you guys. I don't know if it should be financial freedom fanatics or financial freedom fighters, um, something catchy. Um, but glad you're here for today's episode. Today we talk to Matt's wife, Lexi. She's the chief operating officer of our company, Tree Homes, and she does an outstanding job of it. Uh, but we kind of hear the inspirational, motivational story of her professional career and uh, where she came from to where she is now, owning her own business and doing a great job at it. Um, so stick around till the end. It's a great episode. Good morning, Matt and Lexi. Good morning. Um, Good morning. So today, Lexi, I we kind of wanted to talk to you about your career. And because um, like... Matt, I mean, I look up to Matt. I also look up to you and how far you've come in your career and um, what you've done, what you've accomplished, and um, how awesome you are at your job. And so I just kind of, and I mean, I know a lot of people do, a lot of our friends do, and so I kind of wanted to talk to you about the progression of, of where you came from and um, in college and your professional career until where you are today. So um, I guess, we'll, like I said, we'll start at college. So where did you go to college and, and what did you major in? What was your goal uh, professionally? Yeah, so I went to college at Texas A&M Corpus Christi and uh, my original goal was was nursing just because I loved working with people and I loved helping and serving and so I thought, you know, that's going to be a great, that's, I'm going to be, I'm going to kill it as a nurse. My older sister was always really into the medical side of things and so um I just had this calling to help people. So my freshman year, my counselor advised me to sign up for a couple of nursing classes to kind of get my my feet wet in it instead of just doing basics, um, which actually I think is a really good idea because then you find out really early on if you like that kind of stuff or mm-hmm. not. So signed up for microbiology, 18 years old, my first semester of college. Really, like all I wanted to do was be at the beach, right? Yeah. I was 18. Um, <laughs> And microbiology kicked my butt. And I remember calling my mom um, right before finals. And I had had a conversation with my professor. And I had to get a 95 or above to just pass the class. Oh, wow. And I just knew I I wasn't going to be able to do that. Like, I was like, Mom, I study and study and study. I, I was doing everything I could. I was staying up late at night, drinking a whole pot of coffee, like trying to get this in my brain. And... My brain just could not soak it up. Like, I just, it, I didn't connect with science at all. So I had to call my mom and tell her that I just, I was probably going to fail the class. And she told me that I needed to retake it and that I needed to take it over the summer, mm-hmm. which would be a crash course, you know, the semester shorter, so it would be even more intense. And I was going to have to pay for it. And I was like, oh, nope, <laughs> I'm switching major. So uh, it's kind of a, a funny story, but I just, I felt, I felt like really early on in college, I realized like nursing's not for me. So I switched education and uh, I always had had a connection with kids and I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to love being a teacher. 
and I did. I really, I loved all my classes. Um, we had a campus on, well, like a elementary school on our campus that was an immersion school, Spanish and English. A lot of the professors' kids, and if you're a student, you could, your kid could go to that elementary school. So we did a lot of work on that campus, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Had so much fun with the classes. I just, I really related to all the people in my classes, and so yeah, that was kind of how I got started in education. That's awesome. That's really cool. And so, um, and so you went through. That was the only time you changed your major. Yep. Switched education, um, and then finished out your degree with that. Yeah. And then. So you you graduate college. Where do you go from there? What do you do? I know you met Matt in yeah. college. Um, and to back up, um, throughout college, she was working at a real estate shop doing property management. Okay. Yeah. So that's important. And did you, so obviously dating Matt, him being in real estate, that's probably what opened the door to yeah. that industry. Yeah, exactly. So um, I was 19. Matt was just starting to work on his real estate classes. And I, from, through Matt, I met a guy um, who was in lending. He was on the loan side. And so I started working for this lending office. Matt, you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I worked there for um, a year, sophomore to junior year. Learned all about the loan processing. I was a loan processing assistant. And so I just, I kind of took the file, made sure like all of the paperwork was in and went through their income, made sure it was legit. It's kind of actually a lot like screening a tenant. Mm -hmm. So I was there a year and during that year, Matt was, was kind of really jumping into his license. He started working at Garandine and Associates and I would stop in their office every now and then. It was right around the corner from Matt's house and I got to know everybody at the office and Garen was like kind of turned into my grandpa and so him and John Wallace um, interviewed me one day and they said hey you know do you really like your job and I said well you know I'm a loan processing assistant it's not super fun Mm -hmm. um, but you know it's 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 a cool job and I'm learning about it and they said well we really need someone young to help out with our website like we really struggle with that and um, we really need some help with the uh, property management side Mm -hmm. Summer was running the whole thing by herself and um, could use some help. Mm-hmm. I just so, think it's in- sorry to pause, yeah, no, but I just think it's interesting that um, this elderly man thinks <laughs> that oh we need help on the website, so we need to get somebody young. Yeah, you right. Know? I know, I know. And I had I told him I was like I have no idea how to build a website. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I didn't know anything no, about you're it. You're 20 years old. You're qualified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. He's like, you'll figure it out, and you know, I did. I totally figured it out, and I I started making flyers for the. They were they sold a lot of ranches, so I became the flyer girl. I yeah. would make all the flyers for the houses that were for sale. Um, was in there helping agents, so like I would input all the listings on the MLS mm-hmm. for the agents, and just learning it from the ground up. You don't realize how much you you soak in just sitting in the office and hearing people on the phone and listening to negotiations. And, um, I'd hear Matt and Myron in the other room, Matt, Matt's like the king of questions. Like if he wants to know about something, he wants to, he'll ask every question. And Matt would like wake up in the middle of the night and like jot down questions. And ask Myron. <laughs> like Myron was the go-to guy. So, awesome. um, yeah, it was cool. I just, I got to really learn all about it from the bottom up. And I love that I started on the loan processing side, then like the website and the, listings and the flyers and it just kind of grew from there yeah that's awesome and I think that um so like going into this job like you probably had as much knowledge about websites as 
your boss did at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but you were, you know, I guess you were hungry and you were motivated to learn. And so you learned and you were able to do it. Um, and I think that's something that um, is applicable to any person at any age or any stage in their career um, is that ability to learn if they're motivated to do it. Totally. Um, yeah, flexibility to just kind of do what what is the need at the time in a small company. And I think that probably helped build confidence that you could look back and say, I jumped into something that I had no idea about and figured it out, transitioning to us getting into HOAs. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea uh-huh. about HOAs, but we jumped in and figured it out. Right. Now we're getting into multifamily. Yeah, and that's where a, you got to start, you know. It's all about real-world experience, mm-hmm. totally, mm-hmm. like that. So so you were working at, at this property management office and so they really were at more of a, a residential real estate they okay. had a they had a ranch uh branch that john wallace ran and then property management was like their side thing right like they would take on a property management client if it was already a client and they were like yeah we can do property management on the side which a lot of agents think that yeah it kind of goes hand in hand i can just manage your property not that Karen and Dean, they had a good system going on. Uh, they managed about 40 properties at the time when I started working for them. So my job was when people came in with cash, like they were still allowed to pay with cash, I would write them a little paper receipt. I would sort all the invoices by property and by date. And so it was a very, um, we had files and it was a um, very old school way of doing it. We didn't have any kind of rent collection system, maintenance system. It was just all records of pen and paper. You gotcha. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Yeah. I um I would ride my little scooter to go deliver like a notice to vacate and I post <laughs> on the door and so yeah it was just um it, it was manageable right because it's corpus it's smaller and you know we only had about forty properties and so people would actually like come in to put a maintenance request in we saw our maintenance guy every day he would come in to pick up work orders and to pick up keys for the houses and so mm-hmm. um. Gosh, it kind of like now thinking back on it, it's like kind of nice and simple. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> like I used to think like, oh, it's like dinosaur age. But, um, you know, it's, it worked for them. And, and that's that's all you can do is just find something that works for you. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And so at, but at this time, so you're you got you have this job, you're starting to work in the real estate industry, mm-hmm. but you're still going to school right. to become yep. a teacher. Yeah. So is this like where like I guess the idea was planted in your mind? that you wanted to work in real estate or was it still like no way real estate I want to be a teacher forever yeah so it was it was pretty cool I I really got down my my works my work and school schedule I started taking classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays only and so then I worked at Garandine's Monday Wednesday Friday mm-hmm. so um, great balance like I really loved having one on one off and at the time when Matt was was really kind of gearing up into real estate I was helping him with a lot of his transactions and a lot of his history essays. <laughs> we did both at, at, at work. We'd go up to Garen's office and write his history essay. Um, but it, it was it was fun. Like I I kind of thought you know this is a fun path to be like on like an assistant for Matt. I always thought of myself as like somebody helping. I never thought like oh I'm gonna get my license and be an agent. I didn't have that like desire yet because I still was so drawn to teaching right so I was I was pretty focused on that but also really liked the uh, being able to know it and help Matt Mm -hmm. so that was where I was always thought I would be is just kind of like Matt's liaison gotcha (laughs) yeah for sure um that's awesome and so and so you do graduate do you get a job in in teaching 
Yeah, so my um, senior year, my right before my last semester started, my parents moved to Corpus, and Matt graduated a semester before me, and so he moved to Austin, and so we we were long distance um, for the tough. last semester. Yeah. So when my parents moved to Corpus, um, I it was in my last semester, so I had to student teach. So student teaching, I had to quit my job at Garen's. Um, actually, for the first month of student teaching, I was working at Garen's at night. When I would get off of school, I'd go to their office and work for four hours a day in the afternoons um, because they just, they, they really relied on me at that point. And it was just too much. I was really falling behind in student teaching because student teaching, you're doing all the lesson planning for the teacher. I mean, basically you are the teacher of that classroom. You're not just going to school and helping the teacher. You're not a teacher assistant. You're the teacher, really. So um, I was living with my parents, working in the, in the afternoon and evenings, and it was just really hard on me. So I ended up working there about a month, and I told Garen, I said, I, I can't do this. You know, I really need to focus. Mm-hmm. So I, I kept student teaching, and a um, couple months in, Matt got into the master's program at a and mm-hmm. And we had already been long distance now for four or five months. And uh, Thanksgiving, Matt dropped a knee and said, I don't want to be long distance anymore. Come with me to College Station. And so I was like, you know what? That's That sounds like perfect. So mm-hmm. I started interviewing. I, I put an application to four or five jobs in College Station and Brian College Station, right? Like I always thought it was the same thing. Everybody says them together. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Brian College Station. Throw my application to all of them. For, Still student for, teaching. For teaching jobs. Yeah, 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 okay. for teaching jobs. So I, I applied to all the elementary schools that had openings. And it was December of 2014. So I put in all these applications. I'm still student teaching. I hadn't graduated yet. I had about a month left of school. And the day after I put in an application, I got a call while I was at student teaching. And my teacher was like, answer it, answer it. She was all excited for me. And it was a, a school in Bryan. And they said, we'd like to do an interview. I was like, okay, when? And they said, Tomorrow. And I was oh, like, no. what? <laughs> so I called Matt right when I got out of school. And I was like, you're never going to believe this. I just got an, uh, an offer to come in for an for a interview. And he's like, oh, that's so great. Like, um, you know, this is going to, this is crazy how quick it's moving. Well, I finished out the day. I get home from student teaching. And Matt had driven all the way from Austin to Corpus. Mm. And he said, I'm going to go with you to the interview tomorrow. I don't want you driving because I was going to have to go one day because I had to take off student teaching. Mm -hmm. And so I was going to have to go there and back in one day. So it was about a a 10-hour drive. Oh, wow. You know, both ways. So um, Matt and I hopped in the car the next morning at like 4 o'clock, drove to College Station, and went into the interview. About an hour interview. I get out of it. We drive back. And on the way home, they called me and said I got the job. That's so awesome. I know. I hadn't even graduated yet. Yeah. They said this is, uh, of course, you know, you have to graduate, but as soon as you graduate, we want you to start in January. So just crazy how quickly it all moved. I had gotten engaged, got a new job, was going to move all in the same month, right? So it was just like a whirlwind of changes. Yeah. I think that's good um, advice for people who are in college because a lot of people think go to college, graduate, then start looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. When in your situation, you weren't, you hadn't graduated yet, but you were already applying for jobs, and yeah. you had, st- and therefore you had a job lined up as soon as you graduated. Um, so there wasn't that, I guess, that time where you weren't making any income or, or anything yeah. like that. So I think being progressive um, 
in that is is good advice. Thanks. Yeah, it was it was pretty intense. I we were a little bit nervous because Matt was going to go to master school, and we were like, the only way this is going to work is if I'm teaching and I can support us, right? So, um, I was like, well, if I don't find a job, I can always go back to waitressing. I also waitressed as a second job in college, and I just loved it. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can kill it. I will waitress somewhere <laughs> at, a, at a bar, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool the way it all just you know. God like was like this is what's gonna happen. It just all went super quick and um, it just felt right. Yeah. So you start working um, as a teacher in Bryan College Station. Yep. And when did things come back around to to real estate? Yeah. So um, I'm teaching second grade, low income school. Really, really hard job. Um, took a lot out of me. Um, meanwhile, Matt's in school. And he started managing a couple of um, duplexes and fourplexes in College Station. And he was doing them in his Excel spreadsheet, um, had a couple, like, different issues. And it was just, it was kind of cool to see him do that. And I had all this experience of it, so I was like, man, Matt, come on, like, we got to do this a better way. So we, a year and a half later, we are, Matt's about to graduate. We're looking towards moving back to Austin to settle down. Um, newly married and um, kind of ready to like set our roots in Austin and uh, we started Matt was working at United I, should I say the name Matt was working at a, a property management company in College Station okay. United, United Realty yeah, yeah. A great company they manage about 3,000 student housing doors we just saw their like system like blown away by it you know we had never seen anything like it the way that everybody just kind of worked together it was just amazing so um, Matt how, is so great with finding somebody who is the best in their field and sitting down with them and kind of picking their brain. And so he did that with the owners of the company and said, I want to build what you guys are building in Austin. And uh, they gave him a bunch of advice, but then they also said, hey, we want to partner with you. We want to we team up. And so Matt and I talked about it and prayed about it and it sounded like the right thing to do. It gave us a foundation and then we could kind of just you know, go off from there. So when that was kind of in the pipeline, I started getting my license. So I worked my last semester of teaching while I was getting my real estate license, was working on classes during my conference break, and Matt was helping me in the evenings. And um, so I got my license. um, And the goal of getting the license was to basically benefit the, the company, the property management company coming to Austin. Yes, right. Okay. I, I thought, you know, I'm going to help Matt with this. Um, I need to get my license so that I can work in it. Um, my thinking, though, was like kind of set the foundation of the company, help Matt get his, his feet started and, and going, and then I'll still teach, though. I'll, I'll help you set it up during the summer. Mm-hmm. So I was, it was about to be summer. I was going to have three months off. I can help you do this, then I'll go back to teaching. Gotcha. And well, how, how... Go ahead. No, Yeah, I was just going to say, we, you know... Looking towards Round Rock is where we were going to live. Um, I started meeting with principals and putting applications in, and I thought it was going to be as easy as it was in College Station, and um, very different. You know, they I met with a principal who said that um, anybody there would even consider had to have five years or more experience, and I had only had a year and a half. So, yeah. very a lot more competitive in the Austin Round Rock area for teaching. Yeah, for sure. And so you were you were still teaching while you were getting your license yeah so I mean how I guess how long did it take you to get your license how intense was that uh, what was that process like 
yeah, it was pretty intense while I was in school um, or while I was teaching. Um, took me uh, six months to get it. Um, I, I just, you know, worked really hard at it. Um, was doing it in the nights and uh, conference period and on the weekends. Just doing as many hours as I could. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And Matt was really pushing me along too. Hey, he's like, you got it. He got his in like three months. So I was like, man, I'm feeling <laughs> like a slacker and doing it in six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, and then, so you, you get your license, you guys move back to Austin, mm-hmm. Mount Rock area. Yep. And you start this company. Yep. I started the company. Um, we're working out of our home office, living across the street from Deepwood Elementary, nice. where Matt went to elementary school. Me too. Yeah, oh, and Andrew. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, so really, it was just me. We started out with um, seven properties, and um, just kind of learning how to do it on my own, trying to figure out a process and a system. And um, when it's just you, it's easy to not do it the same way every time because you're just like, oh, just getting it done. And um, but I really wanted to set it up not like I was an owner, right? And so United was helping me do that. Was helping me kind of figure out the best way practices of accounting and best practices of leasing. And um, I was just doing all the little components myself. Gotcha. Awesome. Um, and then, so fast forward to now. Yep. I mean, the, I mean, tell us about the company now and, yeah. and how you've, how you guys have, have grown it. Yeah. So about six months in, you know, we're trying to set our foundation. I'm, I'm feeling a little more confident that I have everything set up. So I started networking. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured out Austin wasn't really a great place to do cold calling, um, wasn't really a, a, it was more about relationships in Austin. Mm -hmm. And so when I started networking, I was like, whoa, this is going to blow up. You know, it was, um, I realized that connecting with agents was really where most of my leads were going to come in. So started at seven, um, started just building it and I, we got to around 30, not a huge amount of growth, um, to 30 in about a year, a year, 30 within the first year. And, um, Matt and I really weren't happy with the growth. We really wanted to go quicker and we were like ready to set off. Right. We felt like we were, you know, wanting to do things a little bit differently and our, our partners wanting to do things their way, different market. Right. And so we decided to buy them out. And once we were on our own, we went back to the name Tree, which Matt and I actually came up with when we were in college in Corpus. We're like, Taiki Real Estate's like a tree. It's like, you know, setting people's roots, helps people grow. We had all this like cool symbolism behind it. So we're like, let's go back to our roots, you know, let's go back to Tree. Um, so let's change the name to Tree and let's start growing it. Yeah. And so once we did that and we could do things a little more our way, a little more family focused, um, put Matt's spin on it. I saw Matt's passion just kind of explode for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he started getting more involved on the growth side mm-hmm. and uh, just really took off from there. So we are now looking at 300 properties and um, that that's doors, including HOAs, multifamily. We do fourplexes, um, duplexes, single family, mm-hmm. condos, kind yeah. of everything. Um, and it, it's just, it's fun. I feel like it's really... It's kind of my baby now. I've, I've built it from the ground up, and I've looked at every single aspect of the company and how can it be better, how can it be more effective, and how can we serve our clients better. Right. And so that's really what my role is now is just trying to, like, support my team and help it grow even more and um, continue to be a really 
honest company with integrity even throughout our growth. I think that's super important to us. For sure. Yeah. And so obviously the goal for the company, for any lady's company, I hope, is to grow. But what is your goal for, I guess, your involvement in the company? Because obviously you just, I mean, you guys started with just you being the, the property manager hands-on, you know, every single day. Um, you know, where do you want to see yourself um, in the future with involvement in the company? Yeah, um, it's cool. I, I feel like teaching second grade was a lot like the symbolism between tenants and owners. You know, my owners are the parents. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to call tenants second graders, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's it's kind of like your, it's, your, it's your kids, it's your classroom, you know. Um, and now I feel like I'm moving more into a role where, like, my team is my classroom. And yeah. it's, it's kind of a weird thing, but I just, I, there's something about, like, teaching that I think is more about supporting people. And that I just, I, that's what fires me up. I love feeling like I'm here for you, I'm supporting you, I'm helping, I'm serving. Mm-hmm. So I just want to serve the company and um, see it really grow and, and take off. And then, I you know, I do want to be a mom and I, I do want to um, do things of giving back. I want to um, see water wells go in and I want to do a lot of um, extra projects with the company, mm-hmm. but also still be a, a support of operations. And I just know so much about it. So I think that's where my true value comes in. Gotcha. That's awesome. Um, and, and looking at, like looking at the big picture, you know, when you're 18, you're about to, you know, you're going to college. Do you, you, I'm assuming you didn't see yourself as, you know, the owner of a business <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> But now, you know, here you are. Yeah. And um, I think if, you know, you had told yourself when you were 18, like, you gotta, you're gonna own a business, you gotta, you know, become financially free, you gotta become successful, um, it, it would have been, I guess, tougher, your expectations would have been too high in the day to day. But mm-hmm. since you, you know, just basically worked um, and adjusted and were flexible throughout each phase of your life from that time until now, you are where you are. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Really good point. Um, there's been so many times that I've, I tell Matt, I'm a farmer, you're the hunter, you know, I'm a worker, give me a job and I'll do it well. Mm -hmm. But tell me to do like giving me all the freedom of a leader and me having to come up with my own job, tell myself how to do it was a lot more difficult for me and I, I really struggled with the the title of like boss or leader because I said I'm not a leader I wasn't made for this mm-hmm. and um, you know I, I just think that God had other plans and he was pushing was using Matt to show me that I had more potential than I even thought mm-hmm. and so I I would have never in a million years been like I'm gonna run a property management company you know and um, now, like, I can't imagine myself anywhere else, you know, and um, there's been so many hard days where I just wanted to throw in my towel, and I've, I, I don't know how many times I've threatened to just go back to teaching, mm-hmm. because it's just, it's easier, right? Like, my principal will tell me what I need to do. Not like teaching's easy by any means. I mm-hmm. definitely have mad respect for teachers, but um, it's it's hard. It's really hard to be a leader of a company mm-hmm. and have all the responsibility resting on you for it to keep running. And yeah. that's um, it's a lot to swallow. But then you know once you build up the confidence and it's all you know it's the devil telling you you can't. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so going off of what you said is like that you're a farmer, like you're a worker. You mm-hmm. put in the work. 
um, I think a lot of people look at the end goal um, too much, and they think that's unobtainable. You know, like how am I ever yes, going to yes. get there? But what you did, something I guess you were blessed with, is having the knowledge that you were a farmer and that you would work. Um, and so, therefore, by putting in the work and taking those small steps each day, um, you got to where you were. As yes. opposed to looking at the big picture and getting discouraged and saying, I'll never be able to do that. I'll never be able to reach that goal. You're right. You don't take the first step if you're not if you're looking at just the big picture and you have doubt. Um, Matt's uncle Jack, Jack Wheeler, you know, was a, has been a really big inspiration for both of us. And he told us a really cool story about, you know, just grinding and being not scared of the work, just going every day, doing what you have to do at that moment. And all of a sudden you step back and you're like, wow, it's growing. And I didn't even realize it because I was in the day to day, you know, it's like taking small steps up a mountain and then you get to the top you're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And then when you get back to the bottom and you look at that huge mountain you climbed, you're like, how did I do that? Right. You know? And so it's, it's really cool to, to be where we, and we're not at the finish line by any means. Matt and I still have so many goals and, and what we want to do to continue. But I'm really, I'm really proud of, um, really Matt, like he's pushed both of us to, to make it what it is today. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's really amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, um, People, a lot of people say this about, you know, fitness and getting healthy is to fall in love with the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's huge. And that is applicable, I feel like, to literally any part of life, um, especially, you know, business and, and work. And um, so embrace um, the suck. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, falling in love with the process and enjoying the day to day. Um, so that, you know, in five, yes. ten years, you look back and you say, look how far I've come, mm-hmm. you know, but you're able to enjoy every single day that you're doing what you're Such doing. Such a good point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do it with a glad heart. If you don't, you'll, you, it'll just be miserable. Yeah. 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 Totally. I like that a lot. Exactly. Um, before we close out, Matt, would you like to add anything? Well, I'm, I think the last thing I'd say is that regarding Lexi's point and, you know, grinding and then looking up, it, it all comes down to surrounding yourself with good people and having a good team in place. Cause yeah, totally. On your own, you can, you can only do so much, but with what we're trying to build and, you know, with bringing you on and, and all the members of the team is beautiful to grow with the team. Yeah. And, you know, we are only as good as the people on our team and the support that we have. So um, we're just looking forward to building it with everyone. Yeah. 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 We're blessed that uh, people are kind of buying into what we're doing and they believe in us too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Super exciting. Um, Okay. Well, Lexi, thanks for talking to us about your super successful career and how much we look up to you and how proud of you we are. Um, All right. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. Man, I really enjoy talking to those two. That was um, a great little episode. It's amazing to see um, the kind of person Lexi is and and her character and see how um, you know she went from um, wanting to become a nurse and a teacher in college to uh, now where she's at and owning her own business and, and being successful and um, not really having a set path or a set plan um, and just kind of rolling with the punches and um, that's a lesson that I can take from from this episode, and um, I hope you guys receive some um, inspiration from it as well. And um, you know, just the the main point I got was just to to keep grinding and keep working, um, and that everything will kind of kind of fall into place. 
If you guys want to find out more about Lexi, you can uh, reach out to us through our website. That's treehomes.com, T-R-E homes.com. Or you can shoot us an email at marketing at treehomes.com. Either way will work. Um, Thanks again for listening this week, guys. Be on the lookout for another episode.